wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Biggest reason you want to do this is because you'll be competing with a whole bunch of other people who are trying to do the same thing. They are all stupid and they're all making a mistake that's going to cost them a whole lot of money in the long run. Most of them won't be in business in the long run, as a matter of fact. Don't join these individuals. Dayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. This episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens question for you. Do you have any nutrient gaps or gut health issues that are sourced from the fact that you're not getting everything you need from your normal everyday diet? Let me help you out. The answer is yes, you do. You probably just don't know about it, but you can look no further than Athletic Greens AG1, what's the ultimate all-in-one daily supplement. Now, you know me. I'm a former pro athlete. I still run in. Actually, I don't run in. I win 10K races, still work out every single day. I'm very meticulous about what I put in my body. This right here is the number one supplement that I take every single day besides water. I don't drink anything else but what I get from AG1 by Athletic Greens. Let me tell you what it does. One serving of AG1 every day delivers a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including things like prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more. What does all that mean? It means that this unique blend works together to support your optimal health, both physically and mentally. And right now, there has never been a better time to try AG1 because Athletic Greens is going to give you their vitamin D liquid formula free with your first subscription. And this is a vital nutrient that will support a strong immune system and strong bones. Plus, you're going to receive five free travel packs. And when you're traveling, you don't have to carry a whole canister of stuff with you. All you have to do is slip these travel packs right into your luggage and you can take the AG1 anywhere you go while you're on the road. All you need is the shaker can is going to come with your subscription and a bottle and some water. That's it. That's all you need. So you can take your AG1 anywhere you go. So with AG1, you're going to have foundational nutrition made a whole lot simpler. You can say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements and say hello to a streamlined approach to optimal health. And with the 90-day money-back guarantee, you can try AG1 risk-free. So whether you're an athlete who's looking to improve your performance, or you're a busy professional in need of extra energy because you're sitting at a desk all day, or you're anyone in between who's looking to enhance your overall wellness, AG1 has you covered. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and the free five travel packs with your first order. 
Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out now. AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You want to support this show? This is the best way that you can do it. I'll tell you that link one more time. Athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and offensively, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work on Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, we are talking the money mistakes that you make as a salesperson. You probably want to avoid these since, you know, the purpose of selling things is one reason that you sell things is to make money. So you probably don't want to make too many money mistakes when you're selling. So before we get into that, let me remind you all that I send out this daily motivation text message. Yes, a text message. Yes, it's free. Yes, it's every day. That's why it's called daily motivation. You get this every day free of charge straight to your phone. I guarantee you this message is going to help you start your day being focused, sharp, and on point. You don't believe me? Text me at my number right now, which is 305-384-6894. Get the daily motivation for seven days straight. And if it does not help you start your day being focused, sharp, and on point, then just stop getting the text message. And then, and so you can let me know. You can even text me and say, Dre, I don't like this. this. This message is not delivering on its promise. You're not keeping me focused, sharp, and on point to start my day. If I'm not doing that, you can text me and let me know. Just send a text again to that number. Say, hi, you're not doing what you said you're going to do, Dre. Stop sending me these texts and I will stop sending you the text. All right. So if I'm wrong, you can just tell me. So text me at that number right now. The number's down below in the show notes as well. And you'll be getting a daily motivation text for free every single day. Secondly, what do you do after you start your day? I mean, I'll start your day with that text message, but how long does it take to read a text message? The ones I'm going to send you is going to take you about 10 seconds to read. What about the rest of the day? How do you stay focused, sharp, and on point the rest of the day? How do you actually deliver the rest of the day? Because being focused, sharp, and on point is one thing, but what are you focused, sharp, and on point on? What are you actually doing? Are you actually doing things that are going to get you towards your goals? But you're going to need more than a text message to do that. And that's why I have Work On Your Game University. Work On Your Game University is the place where you go to work with me directly. That is where my programs are. If you would like to be coached by me, if you want to work directly with me, you can go to alldreallday.com. You can see the testimonials, the feedback, the case studies from people who have worked with me directly. Listen, listen, I want you all to understand something. All right. There are a lot of thought leaders out there in the space. There are a lot of people offering stuff, coaching programs, masterminds, consulting, books, podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. If you get on a call with me, you get on a call with me and you don't even have to pay for this call. I guarantee you, you're going to get some insight and some breakthroughs and some ideas on a call with me that you didn't even pay for that you would not get from some of these other individuals paid programs. And if you think I'm lying, go to alldreallday.com and look through some of those videos. Look at the screenshots, look at the feedbacks, look at the emails that I've gotten. Right, we have years of feedback on that page and I'm still adding stuff. It's so much feedback that I have. It probably can't even fit all on the page. Well, the page could be endlessly long, but I mean, that page will be so long, it'll back up your web browser. You try to look at it, but go there right now and you can see the feedback. And when you're done doing that, or if you don't even need to do that, because you've been listening to this enough that you already know you want to work with me, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Workonyourgameuniversity.com. You will see the step that you need to take to take your next step into getting into the work on your game world. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. So mindset, strategies, systems, execution, if any of those things will help you 
or getting sharper in those things will help you move forward in your career or your business right now, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. The link, if you can't remember that whole thing or you just don't want to type it all out, just scroll down into the show notes or the description of this episode and you'll see the link right there. Just click on that. It'll take you right where you need to go. Let's get into our topic, which is money mistakes and selling. As sales is the oldest profession in the world and is also the highest paying profession in the world, you probably don't want to make too many mistakes again when it comes to generating money and selling things. So let's address what those mistakes may be so that you don't make them. Point number one topic, once again, is money mistakes you make in selling. Number one, selling to people who buy based on price or they are considering price as their number one factor as to whether they buy or they do not buy. People who are buying because of the price of something or people whose number one consideration for whether they buy or not, you probably don't want to be selling too much of your stuff to these individuals. Now, there is an exception. The exception is if you are trying to be Walmart or you are strategically aiming for volume with everyday prices similar to Walmart, if that's the angle that you want to go, you want to just set your prices really low. And because you have really low prices, you basically are betting on the fact that you'll be able to do tons of volume. So you'll make a ton of money just because you got a bunch of people buying from you. If you want to go this route, then that will work having low prices and aiming for people who are shopping on price. That'll work. Let me tell you why you probably, even if this is your goal, even if you think that's a good idea, let me tell you why you probably will fail in trying to pull this off. Here's one reason. One reason is that you ain't Walmart. All right, there's already a Walmart and Walmart has economies of scale that you do not have. Even if you are a small business owner, you could have 40 employees. You don't have the economies of scale that Walmart has. And if you have 40 employees, you know exactly what I'm talking about there. If you have no idea what I just said, nowhere near being Walmart or Amazon. These companies have huge economies of scale, which means they are able to save money on certain things that you as a small business owner with eight employees cannot save money on because you don't have the volume to demand lower prices on certain things that they have to pay for. Walmart like the things that they pay for from their shippers or how much it costs for, you know, when you get a package from Amazon is in that little yellow envelope. Amazon is able to negotiate better prices for those envelopes than you and I can negotiate for those envelopes. Why? Because they buy so many of them because they have so many. They're able to negotiate a price that you can't negotiate because, again, you're not doing as much business as they are. So this is the reason why you probably are not going to be able to compete with a Walmart or with an Amazon going after the low price thing. And if you're not going to be the lowest price person in the space, you might as well be the highest price person in the space. I mean, this is just the way that we're going to look at. So you don't want to try to sell to people who are buying on price or people who are considering price first. That's one reason is you're not going to be able to do what Walmart does. Another reason that you don't want to go for the low price thing is that your margins get smaller the lower your prices are. Those who don't know what margin means, it means how much money is left over after the cost of goods sold is what they call it. So if you sell a pair of sneakers, for $100, you got to factor in the cost of goods sold. In other words, how much did it cost you to actually get those sneakers on the shelf or on the website or whatever it costs to actually have the sneakers that you're selling? What does it cost to manufacture that pair of sneakers if you did it yourself? And what does it cost to get them on your shelf? You got it from somebody else. You have to factor in that cost. You got to factor in the shipping costs to get the item into your storefront if there is one. Then you got to factor in the shipping cost of getting it out and into the hands of the customer. You got to factor in the marketing costs of what you spent to advertise those shoes. You got to factor in the cost of the staff who is working to get those shoes sold. You got to factor in the ad spend if you ran an ad to get those shoes sold. All of those things are part of price of goods sold. The box that the shoes come in, that is all cost of goods sold, not price, but cost of goods sold. And then you subtract the cost of goods sold from the actual price of the item. And what's left is what we call your margin. Most people express margin in terms of a percentage. In the low price category, if you decide to get in a low price business, 
your margins are razor thin, meaning they are very small margins. You might have a two or three percent margin on every item that you sell. In other words, you sell a hundred dollar item. The money that you actually make your profit after cost of goods sold is two or three dollars. Yes. Two or three dollars after you sold a one hundred dollar item. That's how much money is left over when a company like Walmart or Amazon sells something with their everyday low prices. I'm not saying everything that they sell, but get what I'm saying here. So if you're making two dollars on every transaction, how much money do you want to make a month? How much money you want to make every year? Okay, how many transactions you got to do to make that much money on a $2 margin every transaction? So you see how these numbers start to build up really, really quick. You got to do a ton of volume in order to make money on what you're doing. You got to sell a whole lot of stuff to a whole lot of people. Question is, how are you even going to reach that whole lot of people? How are you going to get them to buy things from you? Oh, you think you're just going to post something on Instagram and people are just going to go throw you money? Really? Okay, well, why is there only one Walmart or one Amazon? You think you're the first person who got that idea? So now that you got my point, in my experience, most entrepreneurs are violating this first point, which is many entrepreneurs are doing is selling to people based on the concept of price. All right, you should buy this because of the price, because it's cheap, because you can afford it, because it's in the range of many entrepreneurs sell things based on what you think you would buy. Understand something, folks. You are not the customer. Do not price your products and services based on what you think is reasonable or what you would pay for, because you ain't the buyer. You are the seller. And if you were the buyer for your stuff, you wouldn't buy it because everything that's in that product, you already know because you're the one who made it. So why would you buy it? You don't need it. So you are not the customer. Everybody understand this? If you are in the thought leadership space, especially, that means you do something like what I do. You're selling intellectual property. I'm not selling you a physical good. I'm selling you intellectual property. You don't want to go for a low price to try to sell thousands and thousands of copies of a low price thing, especially in the intellectual property space. Biggest reason you want to do this is because you'll be competing with a whole bunch of other people who are trying to do the same thing. They are all stupid and they're all making a mistake that's going to cost them a whole lot of money in the long run. Most of them won't be in business in the long run. As a matter of fact, don't join these individuals. Secondly, even if you are successful at selling things at a super low price, you set your prices really low and you're successful at making a whole lot of sales, you are only attracting low price customers. You're only attracting people who are looking for things on the cheap. And if and when you decide to raise your prices, and if you stay around me, you will be enticed and encouraged and you will learn to raise your prices. If and when you raise your prices, here's the problem. You're not going to be able to sell your stuff to the people who you've already attracted. Why? Because you've got a whole bunch of low budget people in your audience. They're not going to buy when you raise your prices. Are you selling things for $10? You decide to raise your price to $500. All the $10 people that you brought in with your $10 price point, none of them is going to give you $500 for your product. So you just created a whole audience of people who are not willing nor able, many times neither, to buy your product when you raise your prices. And how many, again, just think about it. If you just do the math, you got to make 50 $10 sales to make $500. That's 50 different customers you got to deal with. 50 $10 individuals. You want to deal with 50 $10 individuals or one $500 individual? Personally, I go with the latter. I go with the $500 individual. $500 individual will be less headache than 50 $10 people all put together. So you can't sell your stuff to low budget people. So you don't want to build a whole audience of these individuals. They're useless to you when your price goes up. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is money mistakes that you make as a salesperson. Number two, your stuff based on how, quote unquote, everyone else is priced. This is a very bad idea. You're looking around and basing your actions on what everybody else is doing. Question, do you want to be like everybody else? And the answer is no, then don't price your stuff based on what everybody else is doing. Even if everybody else you're looking around are people who are better than you, you like their stuff, you follow their things, you should not price your stuff based on what they are doing. For the most part, this is a bad idea. There's another common mistake I see with salespeople, especially in the thought leadership space. Reason why I isolate the thought leadership space is because unlike with hard physical products, 
And thought leadership, there's no manufacturing costs. Like there's no manufacturing costs for me to create a coaching program or a course or a mastermind or consultation. There's no physical good. So there's no cost of goods sold, which means my margins are much higher than, let's say, a company like Nike. Percentage wise, my margins are much higher than Nike because Nike has to pay to actually sell something. To sell a pair of sneakers, Nike, it costs Nike money to sell those sneakers. I could sell something without it costing me any money. So my margin would literally be 100%. Their margin is never 100%. Everybody get what I'm saying here? And the thought leadership space, there are no set parameters for how you price your materials because there's no physical goods. Now, if you were selling a car or a pair of sneakers or a video camera, then you could at least base your price around the cost to create the goods. At least you have some kind of baseline. But in thought leadership, there's no baseline. You choose the baseline. If you're selling intellectual property, your price is 100% flexible, 100% variable, and based on the value that you are able to communicate and get accepted by your prospects. So your price should have nothing to do with what anybody else is doing. Do not be a me too salesperson. You're looking around and selling things based on what everybody else is selling their stuff for because in a general sense, as a general rule, what most people are doing is the wrong thing to do. If you want to separate yourself, as Earl Nightingale said, and his lead to feel audio. You want to separate yourself from most people. Look around at what most people are doing and do the opposite of that. If you follow what most people are doing, you're going to end up like most people. And most people say they don't want to be like most other people. Okay, so the first thing you can do to not be like most other people is to not follow what they're doing. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is money mistakes that you make as a salesperson. Number three, continuing to attract and engage with people who cannot afford to pay you. All right, this is bad business. Remember that you are in the business of generating revenue. And your goal is to increase the value of your business for the shareholders of your company. And for those of you not familiar with that language, shareholders is a person who has ownership of the company. It's just you by yourself. You have 100% ownership. You are the main shareholder. Your job is to increase the value of that business entity for the owners of the business, which is you. That's your job. How do you increase the value of a business? By that business actually doing business, by actually making exchanges, people buying things from you. Only way they can buy things from you is if you sell them something. And the only way they can you can sell them something is you got to set something at a price that makes sense for you and it makes sense for the people that you're selling to. And here's the thing. You do not need to set a low price because you think that's going to be easier for you to make more sales. What you need to do is set the price at the level that you want it to be and then do the work to find people who are willing to pay for it. And what a lot of people do is they operate this process backwards. What many people do is that they set their price really low. And then they work on trying to get people to want to pay that low price. And what you find out very quickly when you decide to go the low route, high volume routine, if you think that's actually going to work, is you realize that it doesn't work as easily or as as simply as you thought it would. All right, go out and set something at a really low price because you think it's going to attract a whole lot of attention in the marketplace. Usually it does not. And if it does, it doesn't last. That's the problem. And then even when it does, the money that you make from it is not really that much money. You're like, man, I could have been charging a whole lot more for this. and now is over because now everybody bought it. And if your stuff is as cheap as it was priced, then they're probably not going to buy it again. Again, you ain't Walmart. You're not Amazon. They have mechanisms in place that are out of the range of what most business people are capable of doing, especially by yourself. They have thousands of employees. They got robots. They got more robots than most people have people working for them. So you can't compete with them. You should not try to do what they do. That's a bad idea. Everybody following what I'm saying here? When you attract and engage with people who cannot afford to pay you, you are doing your business a disservice. You're doing them a disservice because they can't buy the thing that you're trying to sell and that you're not making any money. You're disrespecting yourself, your business. You're not taking care of your family. When you go that low price, high volume way, again, first of all, your margins are going to be super small. Secondly, you're not going to make as many sales as you thought you would. Third, if you were to do the opposite, which is what I'm suggesting that you do here indirectly, 
You don't want to engage with people who can't afford to pay you. You set a higher price. And again, the work that you do is not on trying to get people to buy the low price thing. It's to go find the people who are willing to pay for the high price thing. And they do exist. Again, it takes $50, $10 sales to make $500. It takes one $500 sale to make $500. Or it could take a half of a $1,000 sale to make $500. You get it? Let's say you raise your price to $1,000. Okay, you made $500 twice. If you can make one sale, wouldn't it be much easier to sell one person than it is to sell 50? That is not a trick question. The answer is yes, it is. If you are attracting and engaging with people who can't afford to pay you for what you're offering, you are not doing business. I don't know what you are doing, but it ain't business. While you may win friends and influence people, you're influencing people who don't have the power to do anything to help move your business forward. So you're talking to people who can't afford to pay you. You might make a bunch of friends, but making a bunch of friends is not the same as actually having transactions and doing actual business. And because your time is limited, you have to limit how much time you spend with people who cannot help you achieve your business goals. You got to be smart about how you're using your time. It does not mean that these people are not good people, but it does mean you have to focus on people who can actually help you and do what you are there to do in business, which is pay you for whatever it is that you're offering at a price that you have decided makes sense for you, not for them, but for you, because any price makes sense for the right person. So set the price that makes sense for you and then do the work to find the people who are capable and willing to pay capable of and willing to pay it. Point number four. Today's topic, once again, is money mistakes that you are making when you are in sales. Number four is having a poor money mindset. This is the killer. A poor money mindset. What does that mean? We talked about this in episode 2214. Your poor money mindset is the number one thing that will hold you back in business. It is the root cause of all the previous three points of today's masterclass. Everything I said so far is rooted in a poor money mindset. So how do you know if you have a poor money mindset? That's a good question. So first of all, listen to episode 2214. You can listen to that at workonyourgamepodcast.com. Secondly, here's what you do. Just ask yourself this question or just consider this situation. If you have never done any work around money mindset, you've never done any work to intentionally work on your money mindset, you probably have a poor money mindset. I'll give you another way to know whether you have a poor money mindset or not. If the people that you grew up around, your parents, your siblings, your family members, the people in your neighborhood, if the people who you grew up around did not have a healthy money mindset, then you probably have a poor money mindset because there's no neutral money mindset. It's either a healthy one or a poor one. How do you know if the people around you had a healthy money mindset? Easy. Did you ever hear them actively talking about what a healthy money mindset was and how it looked and how it felt? Do you ever hear anyone actually say something like, you ever hear anyone when you were growing up, your parents, your siblings, your family members, your people in your community, you ever hear anyone even use the phrase money mindset? If you have never heard anyone in your family or community say the phrase money mindset, then I will tell you with a 99.9% confidence, people around you did not have healthy money mindsets because they weren't even aware of the fact that there's such thing as a money mindset. And therefore you were around them. Therefore you got it passed on to you. So you probably have a poor money mindset. Most people have a poor money mindset because most people never actively think about money in a logical, rational, dispassionate way, such as to build the kind of mindset that will help you attract the kind of money that you want to make in your life. So the good news about everything that I just said is that now that I'm making you aware of it, you can start doing intentional work around building your money mindset. You can start building a positive money mindset, whatever that looks like for you. So you haven't done that work. You need to start doing that work. And the business builder course that is inside of Work On Your Game University, I have a whole training on money mindset. I have multiple trainings, actually. There's one in the Business Builder course, and there's a tactical training as well on the concept of money mindset. You need to do this ASAP because you have a poor money mindset. 
you will continue to have issues around money and income and just doing business, generating business, period. That poor money mindset causes people to undervalue their materials, to not be willing to ask for money or at least the amount that you want. You don't see value in what you offer and all the other poor outcomes that spring out from these root causes. So the poor, they're like weeds. All right, the root cause of a poor money mindset is a whole bunch of weeds growing in your garden. So no matter how many plants, the weeds are going to come kill your garden because you got these poor money mindsets, like planting plants in unfertile soil uh, is not going to work. So you got to really work on that money mindset. It's a foundational tool that if you don't have it, and again, no one ever consciously and intentionally talks to you about it, you don't have it. You got to develop it. Again, I got a whole training in it on this inside of the business builder course inside of working on your game university. So let's recap today's class. Money mistakes that you make in selling. Number one, selling to people who buy by price or consider price first. You don't want a bunch of price conscious people in your world. You want people who are value conscious. When people see value and they can afford it, they will pay. It doesn't matter what the amount is because they're focusing on the value, not the price. Number two, pricing based on how everyone else is priced. You do not want to do business looking around at what everybody else is doing and then trying to be aligned with that. You don't want to do that because then you're just another face in the crowd. What do we need you for? Number three, continuing to attract and engage the people who cannot afford to pay you. You may win a lot of friends and make and influence people when you're doing this, but is it helping you do business? So remember your number one duty in business is to increase the value of the business for shareholders. Number four, you have a poor money mindset. This is a foundational thing that will infect every single thing that you are doing in business. If you have a poor money mindset, if you don't know if your mindset is poor or not, just ask yourself, did anyone ever sit you down and talk to you about money mindset? If the answer is no, or you got to think about it, you're not sure you have a poor money mindset. Trust me. So you need to do something about that. Let me tell you what to do. First of all, text me at my number 305-384-6894. Let me know what value you got from this masterclass. And also let me know you want to get that daily motivation straight to your phone every day. My number is 305-384-6894. Secondly, workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can get access to that training on money mindset, where you can get access to the business builder course, my 30 days discipline course, bulletproof mindset, the next mission course, the work on your game system, and a bunch of other stuff that I didn't even mention here, all inside of the university. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.